Hey, mama. So if you're listening to this podcast, that means most likely you are in one of the phases of growing an online business as a mama. Being a mompreneur, it's rewarding, but it also has its fair share of challenges. In today's episode, I interview Amy Youngs, who is a mom entrepreneur mentor and copywriter, and we talk all about her journey in growing an online business as a mama. Now, she shares her story of why she started her business, but also how she navigated running a business as a mom of little ones while grieving the loss of her husband. And she shares so much more. And what I appreciate the most about her interview is that she was very transparent And she just gives so much wisdom and insight into navigating the ups and downs of running a business as a mom. So this interview, it is going to inspire you and it is going to encourage you so, so much. All right, let's get into today's episode. Hey, mama. Welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, a wife, mama of two, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and producer. This is a podcast for the mama who is burnt out trying to build her business on social media. You're tired of putting in so much time and energy marketing your business on social media only to hear crickets and barely get any engagement on your posts. You don't have time to waste as a busy mama, and you need an effective way to generate leads for your business. Well, mama, you're in the right place. On this podcast, I will be giving you the inside scoop on how to create a podcast that generates consistent leads for your business on autopilot, mixed in with some mompreneur hacks and tips for growing your business as a busy mama. So grab your coffee, your notebook and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dive in. All right, today on the Momentary Mompreneur podcast, I am sitting down to chat with Amy Youngs, and she's just going to share with us about her mompreneur journey and different things that she has learned along the way. So Amy, welcome to the show. Please tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do, and all about your family. Uh, Thank you so much, Andrea. I'm Amy Youngs, and I'm a mentor for mom entrepreneurs and a copywriter. So I support moms in growing their businesses around their families rather than in spite of them. And I am a single mama to two boys who are 10 and 8, almost 11 and 9, which I cannot even believe. And we live in northern New York, um, yeah, in a small town where I grew up, um, left here when I was 20 and moved to, well, 25 and moved to Baltimore. And I lived there for a while. And then um, we moved back here about four years ago when we lost my husband. So we've been living here um, around closer to family and having that support has been just amazing as we've transitioned into this kind of family of three life. So that's a little bit about me. Thank you for sharing. Um, yeah. So tell us, you know, about your journey to becoming a mompreneur 
and different challenges that you faced along the way? Sure. So I would, I've been in kind of the entrepreneur space for, gosh, probably about 20 years now. I started freelance writing when I was in my early to mid 20s and did that, you know, as a side gig for a long time. Um, Never really thought it would be my full-time job. Um, But then when I had my first son, I decided I didn't want to be commuting to a job, you know, 45 minutes one way, and that I wanted to be able to be at home with him. But I also wanted to be able to do things that I loved. I wanted to do work that I loved. That was really important to me. So I kind of took my freelance writing to the next step. I quit my full-time job, um, stayed home with my son and did some contract work and freelance work. And then as I did that, as I tried to figure out how to like transition into the online space and marketing on social media, which was like pretty new to me at the time, um, I realized that there wasn't a lot of support for moms running businesses. There was a lot of, you know, hustle culture, creating mm-hmm. all this content, doing all the things, um, you know, taking sales calls all day long or, you know, doing discovery calls all day long. And I just knew that wasn't working for me as a mom with a newborn and a toddler at the time. I was like, this is just not going to happen. So I started figuring out the things for myself. I started taking the strategies that I was learning from those coaches that I was able to find and and tweaking them so that they would work more for me as a mom kind of doing the nap time hustle, right? Like working in those little cracks of the day. And as I did that, I realized, well... I'm learning all this stuff. Why don't I take this and help other moms to do the same? Why don't I be that mentor that I couldn't find for myself? And so that's when I started shifting into, you know, more of the mentoring moms. Um, Initially, it was helping them to kind of rediscover their own creativity and their own like passions. And then it became more helping them to take those passions and make them into businesses so that they could be at home with their family and still have the things that they love, just like I wanted to do. That's awesome. Um, I love that you, one, you didn't get discouraged because you didn't have or see that support specifically for moms, but also two, you still seeked out that support, but like given those strategies, you looked at, okay, how can I make this fit my situation? And so I love that you did that. And then even took it a step further and it's like, okay, how can I support other women, you know, so that way they don't have to struggle like I did and everything. And that's such a beautiful thing because you're right in the online space, even today, moms are forgotten in the sense that we're being told to use all of these strategies, but realistically we can't, we don't have the capacity to do it. You know, even I just think about a lot of like the social media gurus telling you to post every day and do the reels and different things like that. And it's like, okay, I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. I can't do that (laughs) realistically. So 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was, you know, in hindsight, it's funny because even the moms that I saw in the online space were encouraging those types of strategies. And I kept thinking, how is that working for them? They can't possibly be working for them. And maybe they had more like partner support or more family support, or they were able to, you know, hire more help than I was able to hire to do. But ultimately, I was like, those strategies aren't working for me. And if they're not working for me, then I'm going to assume that there are other people out there that they're not working for either. And I'm going to figure this thing out and bring them along with me. Yes, yeah, definitely. I feel like those moms who are doing it all, they don't mention, you know, this whole team that they have and different things like that, because they're getting the support from somewhere for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I think a lot of times after, after a while, I realized those moms grew their businesses before they had kids. So they already had these teams, the support in place. They had the income to be hiring, you know, the VA and the social media manager and, and whatever and, and the nanny or the childcare. And that just, that wasn't where I was at. I, I really started my business after I had kids or at least brought it online and started doing it in a full time capacity. So it was um, a different journey for me than I think it was for those, you know, those moms who'd already built their businesses. Yeah, it definitely is different. Like, depending on whether or not you started in the online space as a mom or became a mom after you started your business. But even too, I look at, you know, compared to moms who only maybe have one kid versus those that have two or more kids, even it it looks different that way as well. You know, because I see a lot of these moms who they have one kid and they're like, oh yeah, I work, you know, five hours a day. And I'm like, I can't do that. I have two kids. (laughs) You know, my schedule looks a lot different, you know? So I do think it, it, it does vary even just, you know, mom to mom, it looks different. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, my, my experience now with school age kids who can occupy themselves for, you know, an hour or more at a time, sometimes that's very different than how things were when I first started my business. And I was, you know, working around nap times and bedtimes and, and nap drives, like I would take my kids in an, on a drive, just purposely to get them to take a nap so that I could get an hour of work done, right? So it was, that's very different than now when I can, I mean, the summer is different, obviously, but I can pretty much depend on about six hours where I can schedule my day while they're at school. Of course, they get sick, they have breaks, other things happen, but ultimately, you know, now I have more flexibility than I did, you know, even just a couple of years ago. Yeah, definitely. And so kind of talking about that, you know, one thing that I have seen with moms who are business owners that we do business differently, it doesn't look like, you know, the way everyone else does business. And so for you, how do you approach entrepreneurship differently than other business owners? So I think the biggest thing that I had to really wrap my head around was that I didn't have to do it like other business owners, that it Mm. could look the way I needed it to look for my family. And that it was okay if that meant, 
Maybe I wasn't, you know, hitting those high income months as quickly as other people, or I wasn't um, marketing the way other people were marketing, or I wasn't doing the work the way other people were doing the work, right? I was taking calls, you know, late in the evening versus taking them in the middle of the day or whatever it was. And then trusting that my clients, my people would be okay with that. They would resonate with that. And that was a hard mindset shift for me because I'd been in the corporate world. I'd been in that nine to five, you know, routine. And I saw all these other women doing it that way online, like kind of just taking that, you know, work day and shifting it online or working from wherever they wanted, whenever they wanted, which was also not my reality. Um, and, and I had to say to myself, it's really okay to do it my way. And I, and I can figure it out along the way. I can take a little longer maybe to do that. And that's okay too. Like it can look however I want it to look and I can be okay with that. Yeah, I I really like that. Um, it does require a mindset shift, um, especially because it's so easy to start comparing yourself to other business owners and, you know, feel kind of bad because you're not hitting certain milestones yet in your business. But the thing is, is that as a mom, your business is going to look different. And like how we were talking about earlier, you know, we are going to go in through go through different seasons in life. So, you know, as your kids get older, yeah, you can start doing more and maybe hitting those milestones a lot quicker. Or maybe, you know, some of those things you've been wanting to do in your business, now you have the capacity to do it. And so just reminding yourself that it won't be this way forever. You know, you will eventually have more time to do more of the things that you want to do. But just looking at where you're currently at, How can you make your business work for you and your family? So really, like you said, having that mindset shift is so important. Yeah. And that really means limiting yourself to the comparison, right? I see lots of people doing lots of things that I don't have the time and energy to do even now with older kids. And I have to believe that that's okay. It's okay that... I'm doing it my way for my family, for my energy. You know, even if you don't have a family, but you feel like certain strategies just don't work for you for whatever reasons, um, you're an introvert or, you know, you're an extrovert or you're whatever, you like to travel, whatever it is, those strategies might not work for you. And so you can choose to believe that you can still have a successful business and do things in a way that works for you. And it doesn't have to look like, you know, that person who's, who's doing things differently. It, it can look the way you want it to look and you can still get results. You can still have success. So I think knowing what success means to you, what, what it looks like is super important, especially as a mom entrepreneur who is likely doing things differently than, you know, the influencers or, or the, you know, high, high ticket coaches or the service providers that are working from a laptop in Bali, right? It's, 
you're going to be doing things differently. And so you also need to know what success means to you, right? That coach that works from the laptop in Bali or the VA that works, you know, from whatever place she's camping at now, right? She has a definition of success that includes those things. And so that may not be your definition of success. And you get to choose and really visualize what it is you want your life to look like, and then let your business support that and come along with you on that journey without feeling like you have to be, you know, fitting into a particular box. Yes, yes, absolutely love that. Um, So share with us some things that maybe you wish you had known before you started growing your business with little ones at home, you know, and then two, like, is there anything that you would have done differently when you got started? Um, yeah. So a couple of things. I think I would have taken it more seriously early on. I had the mindset that I couldn't do it, right? I truly believed that I could make a little money here and there, but I couldn't have like a, you know, a big income from this little business, right? Like, quote unquote, little business, because I had kids and they were little and they needed all my attention. And, you know, my husband wasn't home a lot. So there was a lot of like me taking on a lot of the mental load and not having family around at the time, not having um, that extra support meant that I was literally doing it all 90% of the time. And and I believe that because of that, I couldn't grow my income to a place where I really wanted it to be in that season. So I kind of gave myself an out, you know, like I maybe even sabotaged myself a little bit because I felt like it wasn't going to happen anyway. So why really put in the effort? And then I was able to shift that only because... I, we lost my husband and I had a choice. Am I going to go get a job or am I going to really go all in on my business? And thankfully at that point, I did have some family support because we had moved back to my hometown. Um, But I also was taking a big risk. Like I was taking a big leap, but I knew it was what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to show my kids what was possible. And I knew that I was going to need to be there for them more than ever in that season of grief and that season of loss. So I, you know, dove in and I, I wish that I had had that mindset earlier that I could go all in on my dream of this business and make it work, get the help that I needed, ask for help. And I think that's the second thing is that, I wish I had been better able to see that it was okay to ask for help. It was it was necessary to ask for help. It was okay to hire a sitter. It was okay to invest money in things like grocery delivery and, you know, and daycare and whatever other help that I needed. It was okay to ask friends to like step in to help. It was okay to ask my husband to step in and help so that I could make this happen. 
if I had done more of that, I think I would have been able to, to shift my mindset a little sooner and really dive into my business. But I think that's something that a lot of moms struggle with is that, you know, we feel like we have to do it all. We feel like we're expected to do it all. And so we don't always ask for that support when we could. Yeah, definitely. I I know I'm guilty of that myself. Um, But I want to say like, I commend you for keeping going with your business, even after experiencing that loss and, you know, being there for your boys and everything. I know it wasn't easy. So that is amazing that you're like, you know what, I'm going to keep going with this business so that I can even be more present for my boys as we're navigating this loss and this grief and everything. And so that is such a beautiful thing. And I, I commend you even to like, just let me ask for help. Let me move back to my hometown, get that family support and everything. So that is amazing that you did that. And I'm sure it wasn't easy, but you did it. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was not an easy decision. You know, there are a lot of things that go into that, but I, I did know that the nine to five life, the like full-time job life was not going to allow me to be where I felt I needed to be in that season. And so that really helped me to say, okay, I'm going to focus on my family and I'm going to make this business work for us. And even if that means, you know, I'm making just enough in my business because I still need to take time away from, from my work, for my family, to support my kids, to get help for myself, right? So again, that whole like understanding that my business probably wasn't going to, you know, grow from, you know, very little income months to very big income months really fast, because that's not what I needed in the moment. I just needed something to support me and my family to keep us uh, flexible so that I could do what I needed to do as a mom. Yeah, that's really good. Um, So you've kind of touched on this already, but you know, what advice would you give to the mom who she's in the thick of motherhood right now? And maybe she feels like, you know what, I can't run a successful business. So like maybe how like you were thinking when you first got started. So what advice would you give her? I guess I would ask a couple of questions. I would want to know what she really wants out of her business. Because For a lot of moms who are starting businesses, what they want is to be at home with their kids, but they don't feel like they can just be at home with their kids because they need to be bringing in income. And if that's the case, that often puts a lot of pressure on you to succeed, to to find that success in your business. And sometimes that can be motivating and sometimes that cannot be motivating. That can actually hinder, you, you know, hinder things. So. I would say like, what is the motivation for wanting to start your business? And if the motivation is like, you want to create a business that allows you to be available for your family, then start your business with that in mind. Trust that it's okay to take your time, maybe come up with a product or service that you can 
sell easily, they can start to bring in some of that income and then branch out into things that maybe feel a little bit more uncomfortable or like a little bit more of a stretch. Like when I first started, I started with freelance writing and contract writing because I knew I could get the work doing that. I knew that was an easy way to bring in some income. Even if it wasn't, you know, 5k months, it was at least some income to help support my family. And then trust that you have what you need and that you can learn what you don't know, right? I think those are things that can really hold us back when we're starting something new or even when we're taking something we're really good at and turning it into a business. We forget how much we know and we worry too much about what we don't know. So trust that you have all the tools you need, whether that's actual skills or it's the brain in your head that will help you to learn or find the mentors or, you know, take the courses and figure it out along the way. Yeah, that is really good advice. Um, And I agree 100%. I see that come up a lot for moms like, oh, I don't know this. I don't know that. Um, but one thing I have found is that as long as you are like one or two steps ahead of your client, you already know more than them. So you have so much to offer. And like you said, even if you don't know, you know how to go out there and find whether it's a course or YouTube or something to, you know, learn whatever it is that you don't know. So that is really great advice. Yeah. I mean, I think we just get stuck in our heads so much, no matter what we're trying to do as humans, like we're just always thinking about, about everything. And it's, it's easy to let that hold us back. And so if we can just kind of step out of that and remind ourselves, like we're good at this. And I think as moms, a lot of times there's like this switch that happens when we have kids, it's like, we forget about, all of the experience and all of the wisdom and all the knowledge that we had beforehand, we just forget about that whole life. And, and it's like, wait a minute, like I was, you know, I was a corporate badass, right? Like I was, like, I was doing all of this stuff. I was, you know, whatever, marketing, writing, doing admin stuff. Like I had all of this knowledge and and experience, but I've, completely forgotten about that. And now I'm afraid to like, take a step to do that same thing, but to do it for myself. You know, so just reminding yourself, like, you know, so much, you have so much experience, you are so wise, you know, you are, you know, way more than you're letting yourself, um, than you're giving yourself credit for. Yes, so true. Okay, so this is a question I ask all the moms who come on my podcast. Um, So what is your number one mompreneur hack? Oh, goodness. So I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this. But my (laughs) hack is to not feel guilty about using screens. I try to use them purposefully, um, especially when the kids were younger. I... I probably let them use screens way more than a lot of the other moms that I knew, but I used them strategically. You know, I used them when I had to so that it was still, uh, it was still like something exciting for them. It was still something that, you know, they didn't get all the time, but that they were able to really 
focus so that I could focus, right? You know, so I think I think that is probably the one thing that I quickly stopped feeling bad about, stopped feeling guilty about, because I knew in my situation, it was the option that I had available to me. And so I knew I could use it to my benefit, or I could feel bad about it. And I just didn't want to feel bad about it. Yeah, well, I'm glad you shared that. I know that there are people who are against screen time, but when you're in the thick of motherhood and you're running your business, you may have to do screen time. And there's a lot of educational stuff out there. Like my son, he learned how to talk because he wasn't talking like at the time when he was one. We started watching Miss Rachel and now he is just a little chatterbox. And that's just from that show. So there's a lot of good stuff out there. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree. And again, you know, if you have to do it, do it. Don't and don't feel guilty about it. That's the thing, because then if you do it, but then you feel guilty about it, that's not going to serve you either. That's just going to have you, you know, feeling bad. And then you're not going to want to spend time in your business because that triggers guilt because now you're using screen time. So if you're going to do it, just let yourself use it purposefully and just let go of the guilt. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much, Jess, for sharing your journey with us and giving a lot of great wisdom and advice that I know both me and my listeners will benefit from greatly. Um, But before we hop off, please share where my audience can connect with you and learn more about your services. Sure. So you can follow me on Instagram at Amy Young's Coaching. You can follow me on Facebook, Amy Spencer Youngs, and you can also jump into my Facebook community, the Mom Entrepreneur Network. So those are kind of the three places where I hang out the most, and I would love to see you all there. All right, and I will make sure to link all of that in the show notes. Well, thank you again for being such an amazing guest and just taking this time to chat with me. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. No problem. Mama, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. Whether you're a podcaster ready to create podcast content that attracts her dream clients or a mama that's ready to stop the social media burnout and simplify her marketing through podcasting, I can support you. Head on over to mamaturnmompreneur.com forward slash connect to submit an interest form so we can chat about how I can best support you. All right, mama, I will talk to you again soon.